0: You're listening to the Homegrown Faith Podcast. I'm Joe Clark, and I'm chatting with my fellow pastor and friend Richard Sweatman about God, the Bible, and life lived growing our faith in Jesus. This podcast is coming to you from Hunter Bible Church in Newcastle.
1: Joe Clark, hello there. Here we are in December. How are you going?
0: <laughs> Good December. And our last episode for the year.
1: Yes, this is quite <laughs> a moment. Uh, last episode for the year. Um, Christmas around the corner, a few holidays for us both. Yeah. So um, time to wrap up. But uh, before we get into sharing little stories, uh, what do you, I thought it would be good just to reflect on what this podcast is about, what we're trying to do. Yeah. Um, yeah. How, how do you explain it when you are called yeah. to explain it to people?
0: Well, I guess in, in some ways there's the what we do and the why we do it are two different things. So what are we doing? We're just encouraging each other as brother and sister in Christ, you know, trying to show what it looks like to just enjoy talking about the Bible and talking mm. about how we're growing and learning of God and other things in ministry and life. But also I think why we do it is because we want people to to do this all the time. We want people to who know God want to know him better and talk about that with each other as they read and grow and learn. And Yeah, so kind of this active learning culture, I guess is what we call it. But mm. <laughs> yeah, I, my hope is that as you people listen along, they're like, oh, I want to talk about this with someone as well. I want to talk about something I read in the Bible or I want to talk about my quiet time and what that made me think about God. Yeah, Is yeah. that kind of what you think?
1: Yeah, that's what I'm thinking as well yeah. in this podcast. We just really want to normalise conversations about the Bible yeah. Yeah. and normalise conversations about learning and growing. Yeah. And um,
0: and have a fun time while we do it.
1: <laughs> that, that's right. <laughs> People are very interesting. And uh yeah, yeah. You and me we're not that more we're no more interesting than anyone else. Um no. but there's always stuff to talk about. So um
0: so much. Yeah. Uh
1: yeah, so uh, That's great. Yeah. Well, speaking of uh stuff going on in life, yeah. Yes. What's what stories have you got for us today, Joe?
0: <laughs> well, today I'm gonna to learn, learn a little bit about my road personality, how oh. I am in my car.
1: Yeah, good. Yeah. I'm interested already.
0: Yeah, so for people who don't know me, um, you might not know that I'm a bit of a race car driver in my head. Like I really quite like (laughs) the idea of driving fast. I'm limited by a number of factors. One, I drive a Yaris, so a a gutless wonder. But also I want to obey the speed limit. And so, you know, there's that there. But I have also added a third factor. The street I have bought a house on has (laughs) 10 speed bumps Mm. to go along just to get to my house. I have have counted them. (laughs) I know the
1: street, but I've never counted them. 10 speed bumps.
0: Yeah, it took a lot. Um, There's a lot of speed bumps. So, anyway, I thought, okay, I like driving fast or at least very efficiently at Mm. minimum. Mm. So, I'm going to find out the way to drive over a speed bump because it slowed me down (laughs) and I want to get to my house. Yeah. So, this is what happened. I decided to try a bunch of strategies, sideways driving, you know, that slight angle um, mm-hmm. yep. speeding up as I go into the speed bump, slowing down yep. as I go into the speed bump, all these different yep. things. Yep. And then I thought, this is all very, this is haphazard. I'm going to Google it. So I Googled how to drive over a speed bump. And I was like, all right, and read all this information.
1: <laughs> Interesting. I wonder, that is a, <laughs> I wonder if any people... See- Make that search on Google. Uh, well,
0: yeah. it turns out there are YouTube videos and there are a number of articles. Okay, okay. But, so I'll, I'll just give you a bit of information and then I'm going to tell you something super funny. So there are three main types of speed bump. There are the ones that are like two separate narrow bumps, square bumps in the road. Mm-hmm. Then there's the longer double lane wide unbroken bump, which is just mm-hmm. like one full bump across the whole road. And then there's the very narrow one, which is like a boop, boop, you know, you go over it. And if you yep. go over that one fast, you've really crawled your car. All right. So this one particular article proceeds to tell you what gear and what speed you should do for each different kind of speed bump. Oh, really? Yeah. And for anyone listening along who likes to drive fast, here is the truth. Gear two, slow. <laughs> That's okay. essentially the whole thing. All right. <laughs> Just yeah. So here's another quote from another page. The best and most comfortable way to go over a speed bump is to accelerate moderately or avoid braking when going over the bump. When you brake, the front end of your vehicle is lowered while accelerating lifts it. Slow down, release the brake before the bump. Once you reach the top of the bump, accelerate. Oh, I know.
1: That's uh, practical.
0: I know, but unsatisfying for the speed demon in me. So I went back to Google and I typed in (laughs) how to drive over a speed bump fast. (laughs) And do you want to know what the answer was? The same article. Uh,
1: I do. All right.
0: Google had decided that I shouldn't drive over the speed bump fast; that I should, in fact, slow down.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, uh, my life lesson. Uh, yeah, so you're you're condemned to a uh, uh, many years of slowly driving over all these speed humps yeah. to get to yeah. home.
0: In my second, in gear two, going at no more than thirty kilometers an hour, uh, no well. matter what kind of bump is set before me. Probably <laughs> slower if it's a short, narrow bump.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's uh, that's very helpful.
0: Oh, thank you. What can I say I like to know how to drive. Well, <laughs> but I'm sad. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What about you, Richard? What have you been up
1: to? Oh, well, I've had some big news at uh, my place is that I've transplanted a plant. I have uh, Ooh. there's, there's I've transplanted the Christmas bush. So, um, nice. yeah, this bush I bought Jen for a uh, birthday or Christmas present about oh, uh, like um six years ago or something okay and it, it's done nothing it's grown from about 30 <laughs> centimeters to 40 centimeters across those five years and i've always been i've walked past it every day and i think oh surely it's going to grow you know a little bit more water a little bit more fertilizer and it's just not growing I, I think underneath those the roots is basically a lot of building rubble um okay and, uh, yeah, Jen has been dropping hints that, well, you could transplant it, you could move it. And, um, yeah, I finally <laughs> caved. And so I was very nervous because I get, you know, a little bit invested in this tree we've had for five years. I don't yeah, there's really, a
0: relationship. There's a relationship. Yeah.
1: So I very carefully dug around it, this quite a large, you know, dug as much soil as I could manage. Yeah, right. Um, nice. And uh, lifted it up. And the fact it came up so easily, I think, was a testimony to how little root growth it was <laughs> into the building rubble. It was just like, yeah, sure, I'm, I'm out of here. I'm ready to go? <laughs> let's go. Um,
0: let's move.
1: <laughs> and I've um, yeah put some more soil in a new location and moved it over. And, uh, yes, a week or two on, it is still alive, still looking Excellent. quite red. We are at Christmas. Yeah. And so um, now I'm walking past it, just watching it for any signs of growth or death and yeah uh, but if it if it works well it'll be fantastic so yeah. yeah transplanting it's possible
0: there's such hopefulness isn't there when you transplant a plant it's like <laughs> look i've i've done everything you need i've watered you I've, I've put you in a great location yes all you need to do is grow yes and so, it's like you've got one job planned let's That's do right. it <laughs>
1: do you talk to your plants Joe?
0: oh no Nah. Okay,
1: you're sounding like, as you were speaking there, I was wondering, I oh, just don't talk to her plants. But no,
0: no. I, it's more just I think about how I want them to submit to me.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you have dominion as, a, as an image bearer in God's yeah. creation. Well,
0: I, yeah, my dominion is weak. I'm going to be honest, <laughs> pretty faulty. And I'm guessing yep. sometimes the tree's like, come on, not her. She's so cruel. She's going to yeah. take me out if I don't perform.
1: <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um oh.
0: so uh, oh, dear. anyway, anyway. So oh well done rich- on transplanting your plant.
1: I'll give you an update in a year's time. Yeah.
0: That'd be great. That'd be good. But, and you've uh, been reading proverbs.
1: Yeah, Bible time in proverbs. Um I'm in a project that's uh, kind of like uh read proverbs in a month. Um you know there's 30 nice. chapters in proverbs. There are 30 or 31 yeah. days in a month. Um it's a good goal. I've done it a couple of times recently. So um Now uh, we're recording this on the 15th, and so I've been reading Proverbs chapter 15, and uh, yeah, Yeah, it's really helpful. Verse 1 even is good. Uh, Proverbs 15 verse 1 says, a gentle answer answer turns away anger, but a harsh word stirs up wrath. Um, And uh, Mm. I think yeah let's read that again. gentle answer turns away un- anger but a harsh word stirs up wrath like classic proverbs you know based built on the foundation of the fear of the God uh, fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom but moving mm. on to many practical things here and uh I think hitting heading into the Christmas end of year season uh, there's plenty of it's a stressful time for everyone and so mm. um i'm uh this encouraged me um yeah as a Christian under grace to uh, let my answers in stressful situations be gentle mm. rather than harsh. Mm. Um, mm,
0: I like that. And it is it is that time, isn't it, where you're brought together with such hopefulness, particularly with friends and family, hopefulness that it will be a lovely time together. Mm. And so um, the risk when, it, when in situations um, like this is that we can feel like we've ruined a whole event by a sharp word. And so <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm encouraged to do that too. A gentle yeah. answer turns away wrath, because in it's also making me think of the 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 image of Jesus and how he how he encouraged people to love your mm. neighbor, and yeah. it's just an expression of that, isn't it? Because it doesn't yeah. matter. It's not saying if the thing said to you is nice, give them a gentle <laughs> answer. It's saying just love your neighbor by giving them a gentle answer, yeah, which yeah. will turn away wrath.
1: That's mm. right. Jesus was gentle and lowly is how uh, he's described, which is the book we've both, both read recently. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah, well, still yeah. reading, which we'll talk about <laughs> in our summer reading plan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, well, that's great, great. Richard. Mm.
1: Joe and I are keen to use the rest of our time to uh, chat about our summer reading plans.
0: Yeah. Um, Exciting so, uh, times. Did you enjoy making your plan?
1: Uh, yeah, yeah, totally. It's part of the anticipation of a holiday for me is um, having a, uh, a long list of potential books to read. Yeah, so, um, right.
0: Okay. Uh, and do enjoying- you collect them all in a stack or something and then have them just like churn through them or do you open them all at different times, like and have them all on the go at once?
1: Oh, uh, all on the go at once or, yeah. or just flip from one mood to another. So yeah, I will right. have fiction, nice. nonfiction, Christian, secular. Yeah. Um, and cool. and I'm, I'm only reading for fun. So I, I read while it's what fun interests you? And my brain's yeah. active. Like I'll read probably more nonfiction in the morning and more fiction at night. Yeah. Um, But, um, yeah, I don't put – this is a holiday, so I don't put myself under any kind of gruelling discipline.
0: Yeah, yeah. I I have a similar approach because in the past I used to think, it's the holidays. I am going to grow and then would just get so – feel so pressured that if I wasn't constantly growing, then it was wasting my holiday Mm. and then I wouldn't read anything because it would just be like this spiral of negative thought. And so mm. I now try to instead say I'm going to enjoy indulging in a little bit more time of reading mm. and what I'm going to have multiple options available to me of all different things that I could enjoy growing in
1: and yeah so, yeah oh, I think we landed pressure. in a similar place
0: Yeah All right yeah. so
1: let's uh, let's go do you want to go first
0: Oh no you go first you go first okay. I'm interested right. Yes yeah.
1: Okay so uh, here we are in um uh, who knows the order? Okay, first one is uh, a Christian book, uh, The Gospel of the Kingdom, Jesus' Ooh. Revolutionary Message by David Seckham. Now, this book was recommended on a podcast by Tony Payne, um, mm. The Painful Truth, and you know how you'll come across an article or a talk about like what is the gospel or you'll get into a conversation. Um, there's a stuff, a bit of that floating around, and um, but this book is a really clear, persuasive, thorough explanation of what is the gospel and it brings together mm. themes of... Um, mm the kingship of Jesus, uh, the message of forgiveness of sins, the hope of heaven, what happens after we die, eternal life, um, uh, what is what is necessary, what is additional. Mm. And so um, I've uh, made a start on that. So I'm ha- happily kind of completed. Like it's, yeah. Yeah,
0: good it's, book it's, to read.
1: It's not linked to any ministry task I have at the moment. I will mm. um, yeah enjoy Just that enjoy and be, it. Yeah. be blessed by reminders of what is the gospel. So looking yeah. forward to reporting back on that. Uh, the next book I've got is "The Cross from a Distance" mm. by Peter Bolt. Now, this is in the New Studies in Biblical Theology, and uh, yes. which is a, has a grey cover, edited by Don Carson. Um, you, people who've um, been around book, Christian books a bit might recognise the series. The series, yeah. But, um, it's a more, it's slightly more advanced or academic. i has got footnotes. It's it's interacting with um, scholars, uh, scholars and stuff. Mm. I don't always, I don't read the footnotes necessarily, but. Um, I do like dipping into these kind of books on my holidays, just Mm. for to push my brain a bit. This Mm. is definitely morning reading with a coffee, um, but uh, yeah, while you're alert. um, And but it's not related to any ministry I'm doing. Um, It's just pure like, uh, and this particularly book is about Mark and the cross. Mm. And I'm just interested because Mark's lots of narrative, and Mm. then it gets the cross, but what what is it saying about the cross there's less theology explicitly say compared mm. to, to romans mm. or galatians mm. is there a theology of the cross in mark and and what is mm. it so, mm. um okay next one um i've got uh, david brainerd a flame for god by Vance
0: david brainerd interesting guy
1: Really? Yes. All I know is that he lived around the same time as Jonathan Edwards, seventeen hundreds, yes. and he evangelized yes. Indians and he died pretty young.
0: He died young, yeah. Um, I've listened to an autobiography, a biography, Bible talk about him by John oh, Piper. Right. Oh, and it, cool. just, it I I was struck by his devotion uh, to the truth, but wondered about what sustainability in ministry <laughs> could have been for him. <laughs> Yeah, but oh, that'll be fascinating. I'm looking forward to hearing what you say about that one. That'll yeah, be good.
1: I, I do love reading a biography uh, on holidays. Oh, I think, me too. Um,
0: I've got one yeah. planned as well. Oh, great.
1: Mm. Okay, I'll keep moving. Next one is um, India: A History by John Key. Mm. Uh, this is a secular book, uh, History of India. Like, uh, I, I need. I, I love learning history. I, I think that's helpful. Mm. Mm. This book was given to me by someone a few years ago. Um, we recently read that book um, by oh, I can't remember his name. Mangalwadi, um, an Indian um, Christian, and so that mm, got me yes. interested in India. And so, um, this uh, I read something else by this author. I think that's this is going to be fun. We'll read a bit of that. Mm. And then I've got some fiction books. Um, another, the sequel to the Western that I've been reading,
0: Ooh. <laughs> enjoying <laughs> that. it. The Streets
1: of Laredo by Larry Mertie. I'm up for a bit more Western while the, while I'm yeah, in the right. mood.
0: That's interesting because you said the pitch for the book was if you're only ever going to wait, read one Western in your life, mm. this is the one, and you decided to go for number two.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, that's it. that's, <laughs> oh, what, that's so what happens fun. when you explore. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And um, I've requested a, a, a few uh, books um, from the library. Uh, I can't remember; they haven't arrived yet. But uh, yeah. And then someone gave me a book voucher, so I've got thirty dollars to walk into a, a bookshop in uh, in Westfield, wherever. Look so out! I could, Here it comes. Uh, pick up something so that this will be it. Yeah. Now I don't expect to get through all of these books, or yeah. most of them. Uh,
0: You're but just going to enjoy yourself.
1: I'm. Yeah, I'm going to float around. I'm going to dip into all of them and uh, enjoy it in my holidays.
0: Well, uh, yes, it's tell us about yours. Sorry. We have some similar approaches. I oh. always like to dig into a biography, um, often of someone who's long dead. Um, so I'm currently working on a biography of Martin Luther, oh, and great. so I'm going to keep working on that. I have found it a little dry. So mm-hmm. I'm also going to have a bi- <laughs> do a different biography, which I don't find right. I I also like to re listen to things that I've found spiritually encouraging in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a I'm a big um, kind of rereader, re listener. If I found something good, so I'm going to reread um, "Seeking Allah, Finding Jesus" by Nabil Kareishi. Oh, oh um, cool. Yeah, because I I found that when I read it. Um, it made me think about issues of Islam. Made me think about issues of truth and the Bible. So I'm really looking forward to getting back into that. I find it, I find it an easy one to just put on in the background. Whereas the Martin mm. Luther one, I think I'll have to focus mm. um, and take some notes as mm. I listen along. Um, yeah, that'll be good though. Yeah, um, great. and I'm I have a goal to kind of keep working through. Gentle and Lowly, um, mm-hmm. still working through that one, I found it encouraging. And I've got a few chapters left of Confronting Christianity, which I put mm. down a while ago, but I want to pick up again because I found Rebecca McLaughlin quite engaging and yeah. really she, she gets my brain going. Yeah, I get it. Um, And I haven't really thought about fiction, actually. So when we're <sighs> talking about fiction, I'm like, ooh, what could I do? Um, I haven't yet read Hilary Mantel's final of the trilogy. Do you know oh, what I'm talking yeah. about? The, yes, um, the, Wolf Hall. Yeah, Wolf Hall. I read um, the first one. Yeah, yeah I have read her first two, And the third came out ages ago, but I haven't got it. <laughs> so that's been on my list for ages. But yeah, I'm good. guessing it's probably already borrowed out from the library, so I might not get to it. But who knows? Um, and then my final thing is I always like, as people will know, I like to pick a theme for the year. So mm. 2020 was the My Prophets. This year was the Gospels. And um, as I wind up the year, I still really feel like I need to spend a little bit more time on the movements of Jesus. So over mm. the Christmas break, I'm going to try and do that. And, um, but then 2022, I'm going, I'm going to go back to my, the whole Bible in the year thing. I haven't done that oh, really? in two years. So I'm. Uh, yeah, it's time. I need to go back to the big picture. And this is
1: brave of you, Joe. You're, you're, you're making yourself accountable to um, our listeners.
0: And I am not awesome always at that. So I really want to work hard at it. But um, the final thing I've been thinking about a lot is, um, as you and I have been discussing maturity around HBC, we're really wanting to become, you know, we're wanting to keep being people who are Uh, thinking theologically rich things and reading Mm. things. Mm. And the Thamelius article that I read the other week really did stimulate my thinking and my reading. And so I think I need to kind of keep dipping into that. And Mm. so I'm thinking I might just go and wander on there and see if I can find something that is interesting in any way. I haven't yet even made a plan for that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so a few books to finish, one to re-listen to, Martin Luther, and then um, just getting getting straight into... um, Starting the reading Bible plan for the year, and I found one that I've used partially in the past. Mm-hmm. And it's quite a good one, so I'll yeah. put the link for it in the Gospel Coalition.
1: Um, yeah, it's
0: li- LinkedIn. It's a f- like a free d- free PDF. So if people want to grab it, they can join me on the Bible in a Year plan.
1: Yeah, we'll have have longer show notes today with all, <laughs> all these books, <laughs> with all
0: our links. Yeah, it's going to yeah. be great. And I, I guess I'd say to people who haven't are having um, are listening, why not? make a plan for yourself it doesn't have to be long but why not decide to read something and discuss it with people and um yeah see how god can grow you through your summer period and just indulge i think it's great to just have fun reading isn't it yeah Mm. yeah no Mm. i think that's a great idea Mm. Mm. and if you'd like to get your hands on a cheaper book uh our homegrown faith podcast uh promo code for reformers bookshop will expire at the end of the year so homegrown in capital Letters one word, and Mm. we'll get you fifteen percent off before the end of the year. So jump on there if you'd like to buy a book.
1: Yeah, and Mm. um, I'm looking forward to Christmas church, and uh, I definitely yeah encourage listeners to headlong church and be be with God's people um, here as we reflect on the incarnation and the birth of Jesus.
0: Yeah, it's going to be a great time together if we if we can. And I think I just love getting to, to Christmas church, Christmas day, and singing praises to God to mm. celebrate jesus birthday what better thing to do yeah, yeah. and we're taking a break richard we are. we are taking a holiday break from podcasting
1: so uh we'll uh, be back in the last week of january mm-hmm. uh, reporting back on our summer reading i expect mm-hmm. and uh plenty of stories to share there but um <laughs> so yeah. many
0: stories but We've, we're looking forward to uh, getting back into all Japan. our listeners
1: have a great christmas and january as well and yeah. uh, we'll look forward to uh, recording again then
0: that sounds good all right Good for talking. Good to talk to you brother and we'll be back next year.
1: Yeah, see you. Bye-bye. Bye.